Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, MISNY was coordinating with the American Medical Association and other state societies and other national specialty societies in an effort to convince members of Congress to urge that the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services fix its recently announced surprise bill regulation establishing an independent dispute resolution program. It is the perspective of both physician and hospital groups that HHS grossly deviated from clear congressional intent in creating an IDR process by giving much greater weight to the insurer self-determined qualifying payment amount as opposed to other factors that have been set forth by Congress. We are very much concerned that this aberrant interpretation will have the effect of enabling the insurer to win these IDRs basically all the time, unlike New York's IDR for state-regulated claims, where the results have been fairly evenly split. This dynamic would then have significant downstream and maybe even dire consequences, first by empowering health insurers to significantly cut what they paid of all physicians, not just out-of-network physicians, and second, by discouraging specialty physicians from providing on-call care in hospital emergency departments, which could have an impact on patient access to needed care in these settings. In a statement by MISNY President Dr. Joseph Sellers last Friday, he noted that HHS had essentially decided to put its thumb on the scale of multi-billion dollar insurance companies in adopting this rule. But it's not over. Physicians are urged to contact Senators Schumer and Gillibrand and their respective member of Congress to ask them to urge HHS to revise the regulation to ensure it is consistent with what Congress passed last year. You can send a letter from the MISNY Grassroots Action Site or through a link that will be available through today's MISNY e-news. MISNY has also been in touch with New York's congressional delegation to request that they join a letter advanced by Representatives Dr. Ami Berra and Dr. Larry Bouchon to congressional leaders urging that they take action to prevent a nearly 10% cut to Medicare physician reimbursement scheduled for 2022. The cut is the result of a number of different factors, including a 3.75% reduction in the Medicare conversion factor, plus reimposition of the 2% Medicare sequestration cut that had been delayed for the last 18 months, and a 4% cut to many federal spending programs arising from congressional spending overages in the American Rescue Act passed earlier this year. We thank all the physicians who took the time to contact their member of Congress to ask that they sign this letter. The sign-on letter we're happy to report has gathered nearly 200 signatures, including 13 members of New York's congressional delegation representing both parties. The deadline for the letter is early next week, so if you have not done so, please contact your member of Congress. MISNY also continues to take steps to work with the Hochul administration in Albany to promote vaccination and support for the healthcare worker vaccination mandate. Last week, MISNY physician leaders met with some of Governor Hochul's top staff to reiterate its desire to partner with their administration on vaccine promotion efforts, but at the same time, raised concerns with aspects of her September 28th executive order, which appear to go beyond addressing the immediate staffing crisis at hospitals arising from enforcement of the state's vaccination mandate. To respond to the overall reduced supply of some healthcare workers 
and to ensure the proper functioning of hospitals and other healthcare facilities. Governor Hochul's executive order waived for 30 days various licensure and scope of practice requirements, including permitting out-of-state healthcare workers, such as physicians, nurses, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, and other care providers, to practice in New York to replace those healthcare workers which have not been vaccinated or received an exemption. Some of the aspects of the executive order are items for which MISNI is supportive, including measures that would permit physician visits in nursing homes to be done by telemedicine, and suspending requirements for pre-authorization review by health insurers for scheduled surgeries in hospital facilities. This provision also waives prior auth requirements for surgeries performed by staff but not employed physicians in a hospital. However, we have raised strong concerns with, the, with executive order provisions that waive existing laws which require supervision of CRNAs by anesthesiologists, require supervision of healthcare services delivered by physician assistants by physicians, and require collaborative arrangements between nurse practitioners and physicians. MISNI President Dr. Joe Sellers, President-elect Dr. Parag Mehta, and past President Dr. Bonnie Litvak noted that these measures are not necessary to respond to the shortage of healthcare workers because very few physicians working in hospitals and healthcare facilities have not been vaccinated, and that the waiving of these laws for supervision or collaboration places patients at unnecessary risk. Both MISNI physician leaders and Governor Hochul staff expressed hope that the executive order provisions would only be temporary, certainly to not last past the expiration date of October 27th, because most of the remaining healthcare workers without proper exemptions would get vaccinated. Certainly, we are hopeful that there will be better clarity coming from the courts next week that assure that only medical exemptions will be permitted. Please, of course, remain alert for further updates on this. On the CME front, please place in your calendar Wednesday, October 20th at 7.30 a.m. for MISNI's next Medical Matters program, Influenza in the Time of Pandemic, with faculty Dr. William Valenti, who is the chair of MISNI's Infectious Disease Committee. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your commitment to MISNI and your County Medical Society. We will speak again soon.